When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Blog Talk Radio. Aprite un po' quegli occhi, uomini incauti e sciocchi. Guardate queste femmine, guardate cosa sono, guardate cosa sono. Hi, this is Mildred Tassoni, and this is Welcome to the Neighborhood NY and beyond. Um, today we have with us uh, Jason Marcus uh, with, uh, hi, uh, we'll do the introductions later. We have Jason Marcus, we have Nick Harris of the Racetrack Chaplaincy, and we have Ryan Gooden from, ooh. Diligent Brands. Right, there you go, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, Anyway, we'll, we'll do the introductions. What I'd like to do is, uh, first we're going to, I'll give you a little overview of how we started the show and the focus. Then Jason will do some mortgage uh, information. Then Nick is going to give us uh, an overview of the racetrack chaplaincy and some of the projects that we're working with them on that you with. Then we're going to, Ryan and I, and hopefully Jason and um, Nick, we're going to have a discussion on Facebook, how we can use it, what what we can use it for. It's not just a toy. So um, And so then we can take that wherever we want, but how to do some of the marketing communications. Okay, I'd like to start out by just explaining the focus of Welcome to the Neighborhood NY.com. Uh, was doing some open houses last year and also running a clothing drive from Clickit, my fabric arts group. And um, I didn't, I wanted, people were coming just to look at these houses because they had watched them being built and I knew they were just looking. And I didn't want to confuse things. I said, what we really need is for the new people, for everybody to get to know each other and know what's going on. It's like welcome to the neighborhood. So we put up a website. And then uh, just to start putting in community events and links to websites. Um, and then uh, Blog Talk Radio, uh, someone sent me an invitation in December. And uh, we started doing the show, and so that's where we're at right now. We're going to expand to have a focus on series where you can, we can do 15 minutes to an hour. It's really two hours, but that's a long time. Uh, focus on government. We're going to have John Kamen as a guest. Um, Dan Petruzio from the village that he'd be a guest. Then we can do focus on technology focus on community service groups, you know, anything we really want. So that's where we're at right now. Um, so what we'll do is we'll start off, Jason, if you'll start us off and just kind of give us a big picture of what's going on. Let me first read the disclaimer, okay? Um, this show is not intended or offered as legal advice. The materials have been prepared for educational and informational purposes only not legal advice, legal opinions on any specific matters. Um, you should, subscribers, uh, listeners should not act or fail to act upon information on the site without seeking professional counsel. Um, so anyway, there we go with that. Uh, so Jason, you want to start off? Sure. Pretty uh, slow. Um, not much came out this week um, in economic news. Uh, February's retail sales um, came out and slightly down, uh, 0.01%, I mean 0.1% down in the month of February. So retail uh, sales have been kind of level. Uh, rates came down, I mean barely. Uh, may have moved om just probably almost an eighth down this week. Um, 
still trying to break through the line of resistance. Now, anytime you're uh, looking into rates, there's basically a resistance line um, that for rates to drop um, based on movement and shifts in the market, um, there's a resistance line that it tries to break through. Um, it's getting close, probably needs one decent push, and we might see a deduction in rates, um, but that did not happen. It was pretty flat um, this particular week. Unemployment a little bit down, uh, but nothing drastic. What was interesting um, in the economic side this particular week was Citibank um, dropped, as most people know, to somewhere hovering around a dollar. Uh, the CEO came out, said that um, their profit they, they profited more than anticipated and the stock went up about 70% this week. So uh, anybody that was fortunate enough and smart enough to take the ride with Citibank uh, did pretty darn well if they caught it. Uh, you probably, um, granted I deal on the mortgage end and not as much on the um, stocks and bonds side of things, but that market um, is starting, it's starting, to, it's starting to get some attention. So most of the time when the stock market runs, you're going to see rates winding up going up. So we'll keep an eye out on that as investors got to, at this point in time, we're starting to look at the stock market a little bit more seriously to try to make some quick gains back. Um, other than that, like I said, uh, we'll have to keep an eye on it, Mildred, and just see wh where it goes. But it was pretty flat over the last week. Nothing earth-shattering happened in the mortgage world. Yeah, I have I have a question, um, and I forgot to mention um, that we all have business hats that we wear, and we all have service and community group and interest hats that we wear. And um, I look at those as, you know, really whatever our group is, it's really like a small business. And so that's one of the focuses. So we can talk about business, talk about our service group. Um, and I was wondering with uh, donations, because uh, we'll be talking about some of the food drives and the donation um, efforts with Nick in a couple minutes, um, where they said, um, I have two questions. First of all, when, when people give donations, should they get a letter? They should get a letter, right, if they want to take it as a donation? as a tax deduction, right? Correct. Jason? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we should do we should and can we and I guess our question is too, because we do so many and so many people are, are really being getting that connection that they're cleaning out their houses, they're getting ready to move. They've got things so they know we take baby things and I have someone this week we're gonna pick some more stuff up. Baby things, good children's clothes, good good things to to give to different groups. And can we just have a general letter that we give them and they keep track? Is that, or should, I guess they need to discuss that with their accountant. But yeah, that's more of an accountant uh, question. Uh, yeah. Naturally, anytime you make a donation, you should always get a receipt for it because naturally you can deduct it off your taxes. Yeah. So I guess we need to get hooked up with, we have that with some of our groups, but not all of our groups. Is this where, is the donation level that they're saying people under 250000 or over? That's that's not going to affect us. That's major donations, right, you would think? Uh, I've never made a donation myself of $250,000. Uh, well, no, you're supposed to, to make. You're supposed to make over. Those were the two things that came up this week in the finance area that I saw as affecting, you know, I don't know how they're going to affect some of the groups that we give to. You know, um, you just hear that things are rough. So uh, maybe, Nick, why don't we trans go into you right now? And Jason, jump in, and if you, you know, think of uh, anything that, relates to what he's talking about as we go forward or then when we get to the small business area. Um, so, Nick, um, you are the president at the Racetrack Chaplaincy uh, of New York. So right. Like Wait, to go good morning. 
Lakeside Chaplaincy has been around for 35 years. It's a Christian-based ministry that is in 77 racetracks across America. That could, racetrack or a farm where there are lots of bred horses or standard bred horses um, up and down the eastern seaboard. There are, let me, let me, it's 77 chaplains who serve over 100 facilities. For instance, New York, we have three facilities here. We have Belmont in Nassau County, Aqueduct in Queens, and Saratoga Racecourse upstate in Saratoga, just north of Albany. So our ministry takes care of those three facilities. Not everywhere around the country is it like that. Some places just have one facility. New York, we operate year-round. We have an extensive social ministry, educational ministry, and, and then the spiritual aspect of it. Social ministry, for instance, we have a, a closet of hope, which we have furniture, clothing, uh, household items, which Clickets has helped us with over the past year. We have a food pantry where we're constantly giving out um, food to, to the people we serve. Our biggest supplier is Long Island Harvest. Um, part of social ministry is referring people to on-site and off-site programs. If, if there's issues that they need tended to, they'll come to us and we will direct them to it. Constant, constant um, questions about INS, Social Security, IRS, DSS, just the systems. The majority, probably because everybody, anyone listening may not understand, the majority of the people whom we serve at this juncture, maybe not 35 years ago when Racetrack Chaplaincy started, are not American-born workers. Many of them are here on, um, well, maybe they have citizen work visa program. So 90, 95% of what New York has are people from outside of the United States. So many, many people from from Guatemala, from Mexico, from Honduras, from, from South American, Latin American countries, and Mexico. So English is definitely not their first language. And simple things that we take for granted, um, they don't go through that where they come from. For, in, for instance, writing out a check or uh, as menial as, as putting a stamp on an envelope. Maybe they, believe it or not, maybe they've never mailed anything from, from where they come from. There was no need to, to mail anything. You lived in your little town and that was it. You weren't sending to the government or to relatives or to the cable company. So those things happen in the office constant basis. The, Nick, you know what, before, yeah. before you go, just, um, and I was surprised at this um, statistic, uh, and I don't know whether it's that it used to be that within the past few years, the uh, Belmont States, right, that's the big one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, was like one of the, one, the top money maker for sales tax in Nassau County. Right? You mean generated? Yeah. Uh, it I'm was not one of sure. the top events. It's what it was one of the top events. I know um, there were several years where it was. So this is, you know, well, over the last Mildred, over the last twelve years, when you have a triple crown, that is, that's a horse winning the Kentucky Derby which is in Kentucky, the Preakness, which is in Baltimore. It's over a, a five-week span. And then if that horse has still won those first two races, then that makes the Belmont Stakes the jewel of the Triple Crown. And then that's the real championship. And they've been fortunate that from 1990, 1995, for like a 10-year run, which is unheard of, Six out of the ten years was the chance of a triple crown, which doesn't, which is unheard of. Like I said, 
So that okay. that's up the attendance anywhere from be, before that was happening there. Your average attendance on Belmont Stakes Day was about forty forty five thousand people. They we had up to over the last twelve years a hundred and twenty thousand people. And that's a huge moneymaker for Nassau County. And it must be the state. There must be states in there, too. So this isn't just that there's a small group of people. They really contribute to the overall running of these events. That was the point I was trying to get mm-hmm. at. So um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, okay. So we want to keep going on yeah. some, of the, some of the things that you guys sure. do. Educational opportunities. We're we're in constant contact with with the local schools. There are there's at peak time, which is going to be in about a month. Uh, just under a thousand people housed on the grounds here at Belmont, where I'm speaking from today. And those thousand people are here for about eight months. At Aqueduct, there's a constant. 150 people living on the grounds, and Saratoga has is seasonal. However, we're open up there for training six months out of the year, and those numbers go anywhere from living on the grounds, 100 people, to peak time of 1,000 people. Now, that's yeah. just people living on the grounds. Saratoga, not, not many, many people live off the grounds, but there are. At Belmont, we have, when we do events for kids to show you how many families are out there, we probably have 170 families that we come in touch with. How do we know the number of 170? When we did food baskets for Thanksgiving, food baskets for Valentine's Day, that was the amount of baskets we gave out per family. So we know that we have that, that amount of families near Aqueduct. There's another 50 families that we deal with. And in Saratoga is a little different picture because people are coming and going different times of the year. So as far as which started speaking about families, so the school district, um, we're in constant contact. The majority of, of the children, city school district, a little more difficult to deal with than than what happens here in Nassau County, but we do have some involvement with the school districts in Queens, but not not the way we do here. We are in constant contact with the Elmont School District because 95% of the children go to the Elmont Grammar Schools, and almost every teenager here in Elmont, Floral Park, which is where the majority of people live, are either in one of the five Sawanica Central High School district um, mm-hmm. schools. So constantly back and forth, the liaison, if they can't get in touch with the parent because the cell phone is, is cut off or they move or that no one speaks English. So that's one of the things, definitely. And then they ask us to, on both ends, the school and the parents ask us to intervene and help out in the situation. Sometimes just as simple as I've been sending a letter to the house and nobody's responding. Can you see what's going on with that? To some more um, intense issues. And it, and it sounds like you're a, you're a partnership between the working community of the racetrack as well and and us. Um, you know the Suwannee District, the schools. You know the the organizations, um, uh, which. It's a confusing maze. Um, recently, I had someone I was trying to help uh, find an apartment, and they had a handicapped child, and it was really difficult um, to, you know, start finding the right place and the right person to see if there's any assistance. And um, so, you're doing that is really we don't really realize how big the community is, but it, there's quite a bit of interaction, so that I know you run sports programs too, right? We run we run the recreation program. We run that for for children, but also the workers. The workers we try to do do things to keep them busy. They they don't have the opportunity 
to join a, lo- a local sports league outside because their work schedule, they never know when they're going to work. So very difficult to say, okay, let's go to Eisenhower Park and join the softball league or the soccer league. It's it's almost impossible to have that happen. Right, right, because the workers too don't they start at five and end at one. They start at five. They start at five in the morning, and and work um, basically some finish at about eleven, and then some continue through one o'clock. If you're running horses, you'll be at the racetrack most of the day with your horse. You have to come back and feed the horses. So you have to tailor-make what you're doing as far as social events, recreational events, spiritual events around the work schedule. Mm-hmm. It's not, and that's why the program, the recreation program, was um, implemented many, many years ago here in New York because they realized that the people are not able to do those other things. And there's a mm-hmm. lot of idle time, so you want to keep them busy with, with constructive, productive events. So anywhere um, from from a card tournament to to bingo to a computer class. Um, English is a second language. We assist in that. We've run them over the years. Right now we're not. We have an organization in here that is handling that right now. Oh, that's good. That's a good mm-hmm. thing. I know you and I spoke earlier this week and um, Part of the problem I have is with, with um, you have business, you have, you know, so I have real estate, I have Click It, I have Blog Talk Radio, and um, trying to keep the information updated, just, just the information of all the guests on the show, and figuring out the, the easiest way to, to put the information there so it's current, and um, so Nick and I spoke about um, Facebook. I said we're play, you know we're working with this, trying to figure some things out. Do you have a Facebook page? Because then I can just point people to you. And boom, they put up a Facebook page. So I think what I'm really going to try and do for Blog Talk Ra- uh, Radio and Welcome to the Neighborhood is have the the guest facebook page there because you don't even have to be a member of facebook but you can point there so that was my uh attempt to think how that might work um ryan do you want to uh jump in here and um i let's let's turn a little bit to how we um help groups like nick um, how we all connect up uh, because I had a friend of mine this week who's very involved in service groups and she was asking me to explain what the chaplaincy does because she said, I said, oh yeah, I have some stuff I'm going to take from this one person and give to Nick and um, you know, to tell his story I really didn't have um, quite everything, you know, a 30 second elevator pitch for him to give to her. So that's why I think the Facebook thing we can point people to and it'll it'll help. So Ryan, did you have any thoughts about um his Facebook page, what he what you think uh, how we can connect up with him, how we can help Jason with Jason once he gets his page up? Yeah, certainly. Certainly. I think I think the most important thing here to consider is, you know, what's the easiest medium for either of these guys who probably, you know, excuse me if I'm wrong, don't have a whole lot of, uh, you know, web expertise and, uh, you know, couldn't necessarily build themselves a web page and update a web page on a regular basis. And I think that's why, you know, Mildred and I and uh, a number of other business owners are really gravitating towards Facebook here because it's something that you can put up. It's something that you can make publicly accessible and communicate a message real time with that with very very little effort on the back end to actually post a message and communicate it to a wider targeted audience so um, uh, you know I'm glad our, our, our conversation co- continues to evolve here with regard to Facebook because it seems that the website itself continues to evolve as well <laughs> so <Hi. laughs> maybe that's something worth mentioning here today as well as the fact that uh, 
don't be afraid <laughs> when you when you log in and the page looks all different all of a sudden because <laughs> everybody's dealing with the same issue. But uh, and yeah, and some people are purists; they like the old way. I don't really care. Just like let's get the target not moving quite so much, mm-hmm. um, or at least say okay, it's going to move because they changed the whole design. In case Nick, you haven't been up, they they redesigned the homepage, your homepage. Um, so that that changes how the links all go through, and um, I I was just um, thrilled, Nick, that I saw that you had one there, because it's just going to make it so much easier for me to do links and post stuff and start become and be, become a fan because um, not that it's the be all and end all, but it's just at this point there's a heavy focus on it. Um, Oprah did a, a whole show on it yesterday, and um, it's really uh, a topic that, um, because the technology and the ease of use is really um, making it so we can all communicate easier. Um, sure. Hey, yeah. Mildred, one thing else that I would also point out is the fact that, that this technology is here to stay as well. And so, yeah. uh, you know, th- this is uh, this is the time to get on top of this and, you know, become knowledgeable in this uh, in this area, uh, you know, and grow with the technology because I think that what you're going to see is that you're going to see all of these other satellite websites start to, uh, you know, find ways to plug into Facebook technology. And, uh, you know, one of them that uh, we've been paying a lot more attention to these days is Twitter. And uh, we don't have to get too uh, deep into that conversation because, you know, I'm getting a lot of strange looks from people when I start to explain how Twitter works. <laughs> but uh, the bottom line is it's just another way to communicate your message, uh, you know, to a targeted group a lot, uh, you know, in a, in a very quick manner. Uh, and that is a technology that ties into Facebook. Uh, there is a way to make it, uh, you know, set your Facebook page up so that when you make an update on your page to your personal profile, or uh, post a message on the home page that it automatically updates your Twitter page. So anybody who is following you on Twitter will actually get a message and might actually get a link embedded in there to click on it and go over to your Facebook page and read a little bit more about uh, what's going on in your world. So, uh, um, so yeah. I think that's excellent. We found uh, an article, um, actually someone in some of the groups that I'm in as a friend um, from a, pre- a while ago, and um, had this posting, and I went, "Oh, that's great!" It was it gave some of the statistics um, of Twitter and other uses, and I, I think you're right that the technology is here to stay, and I think the um, the exciting part is to, like you said, grow with it and figure out how to use it. So, I mean, for for Nick, um, you don't necessarily, it's almost like you have two areas that you could grow your use of this media. Um, one is for donations and, um, you know, publicizing your organization. And then the, mm-hmm. another one is communication as well um, because you can, uh, you can send out uh, something on your phone to Twitter, short little note, um, and, you know, right now you might think, you know, maybe it could be the soccer game or it could be there's, um, you know, a crisis situation where you're trying to get somebody or, you know, I mean, I think that's where there's going to be uses that aren't figured out yet. What's really the the payback? What's the low hanging fruit um, to get your get you connected? Um, and and for you because you're you're very mobile. You're you're mm-hmm. out and about most of the time, aren't you, Nick? Yes, definitely. Yeah. So from your phone, you might want to let the office know something, or you might want to give a status to somebody, or it's a real quick way for you to connect so as you're just moving along, um, you can do something. And I, I think that's the first thing. The second thing is I've always found for a community group, when I'm trying to learn a technology or learn a program, um, you know, when you're volunteering, you know, that you can do 
as much as you can, as much as you want, because there's always more to do anyway. And I think you're mm-hmm. more relaxed and um, you get, you know, I, I think uh, the business use of these things are just being developed, as are the social interactions. I mean, the, this one article that we had had the Twitter numbers and the age group. Um, yeah, and so you have really basically Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, and they said the average ages of LinkedIn, the median age was 40, which you can tell because that's a very, it's a, it's not as fluid. Facebook, it's just moving all over the place, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think there's business uses for all of these technologies. <clears throat> um, Ryan, what do you think about... Um, some of the business uses, can you, now I, I felt like, I'm not sure how to use Twitter. And I'm really, I don't spell well, which is what <laughs> got me into computers in the first place. Um, and so I just don't whip something out. I love to write, but I just don't flash a lot of stuff up there because I have to spell check it. So for me, it's a little slower because um, okay. I you know, <laughs> um, you know, because it can go to a lot of people. Um, and um, are you using? I know they have that guy on CNN that does Rick something that Twitter is all the time, and they're doing it from operating rooms. You know, which sure. I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. You know, it's not. It doesn't sort of strike a chord with me. Yeah. But. Um, I got to tell you, it is uh, Twitter in particular is <clears throat> a very interesting medium, and um, yeah, I think it's it's just again in the spirit of social networking, a very casual conversation, a very casual ongoing conversation. So you can follow whoever you want on on Twitter, and um, you know, oftentimes people, you, you know, you're following people that uh, have a lot of stuff to say, and it seems to be a whole lot of stuff about nothing. <laughs> you know. Uh, well. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah, go ahead. I was thinking, Nick, because I was trying to, I like to touch base with whoever's going to be on, especially the first time they're going to be on, either the day before or that day. And I had to go, I can never find Nick's phone number. I put it in and then I just can't find it. So then I have to go and find the website. And then I go and find the number to call, and then I call the office, and she gives me the cell number, and I try and put it where I will have it. And I, so, Twitter, I could have Nick, if you were on Twitter, so that was you know it was worth the time, but it wasn't really efficient. I could have just said, hey Nick, give me a call, boom, done. Sure. You know, if if yeah. you would have Twitter on your phone, Nick, um, right. and I have it on mine. Uh, I could have just done that. So you could say at the racetrack, back in the office, and you could let people know your status pretty easily, which sometimes you might want to and sometimes you might not want to. But in a case like this, that's one way. We could have done it from Facebook. That way I don't have to know your phone number. I don't have to know your email. I could have sent mm-hmm. you, you know, a message from Facebook. And that's and see that's the thing is once you get on there, I don't really have to know your email. I really don't care about your email. I don't <laughs> want to know another email. You know, mm-hmm. I just don't. Um, so I could shoot you emails. We could we privately, and I think that's um, one of the best things. Um, I know you have it under the chaplaincy, Nick, but it, I think it would be very useful for you, um, which will help you if you need help to just set up a piece. Of, Set yourself up. It's pretty easy, and then without you publishing yourself all over, just to get a feel for it, um, because um, I find it very handy. And the other tip that I'll give at this point is, I recommend you do not put your full birthday up there. It's sort of the default, and I really think um, people don't know that it's there, and I just think it's a not a good thing um, from identity theft perspective um, so uh, but we'll help you set that up if you want if you need help right um, yeah yeah because I help. yeah I, and I think it'll be useful I think once you start to get a feel for it because 
you have part of your job is is the the daily work, and then you have part of your job is letting people know about it. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it's a small business. I mean, really, a small business nonprofit marketing. Um, no, definitely and, trying to let people know. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because the Facebook page. He's got a picture of somebody I know must be important, okay? And But I don't have a clue who it is. So it's a whole way of how we talk to each other, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, it's, it's very interesting. Um, what do you think as far as the, uh, Ryan, this is for you, uh, if people should concentrate on their page first or their online profile. Do you have an opinion about that? Mm-hmm. You, you know, I think that when you when you get started on Facebook, you really have to make a decision one way or another uh, as to whether or not it's going to be focused more towards your personal communications and, and contacts or, or it's going to be more for business. Um, because, you know, the, the idea behind Facebook is I, I can't even tell you how many old, you know, high school and, you know, junior high classmates I have reconnected with on here. And it's pretty funny some of the stuff that we chat about uh, in a kind of very public way, you know, that all of the other people that are friends with me on Facebook uh, can read. So, you know, whenever you're posting something, you're always kind of thinking about, like, okay, who's going to be reading this? And, you know, uh, you know how do I, how do I uh, state this in the uh, best possible light? Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, from a business standpoint, which, you know, now I'm to a point where my Facebook page is a lot, it's probably a lot more personal than I <clears throat> than I want it to be. But that doesn't stop me from going and starting another Facebook page, uh, you know, for, the, you know, for business-related uh, items. Um, and, you know, I guess something to note there is the fact that Facebook really only wants you to have, uh, you know, one page per person. Uh, but I can tell you that at this point, uh, you know, there's really nothing stopping you from putting up, you know, something uh, related to your uh, related to your business under a pseudonym or something to that effect. So, well, or or the um, as and you're saying you think uh, that's one option as opposed to putting up the pages because they have business pages or brand pages or sure sure. Um, there are two pages other are, options. Mm-hmm. They have the option to do pages, and then you can create a group, too. So, um, Nick, for example, you guys might have friends of the racetrack or um, friends of sports or, um, I don't know, you know, something where you'd have a group where it wouldn't necessarily be just the chaplaincy. It could be other, other things. But I think the best idea, I mean, what I'm trying to focus on is the pages right now, simply because I have clickets. I have welcome to the neighborhood ny.com. I have um, we have our real estate, the island's home team. So I have those pages posted, and then I can put links right to them. Just because it takes a certain amount of time, and um, it's almost like you need a technology plan for yourself. Uh, you know, what are you going to accomplish in the next three months? Well, maybe you get on Twitter. Or maybe you create your Facebook profile and just, like for, for you, Nick, if you create your Facebook profile, you log in, you just put your basic information, you don't even have to show everybody, anybody anything, mm-hmm. and point and start using your Facebook chaplaincy page. Because that's what I'm trying to do is... Sure. Focus on the pages um, and not and, and putting the information because you can post events. You can post, um, uh, for example, Nick. You, if you're doing your food baskets, um, you've got two drives. You've got your food baskets for Easter. You've also you're running a. Um, you want to collect air mattresses, right? Yes. So as people are cleaning out their closets, and and it doesn't matter what size air mattress, does it or does it? No, doesn't matter. Okay, um, and that's because you have people that are going from here up to like Saratoga goes from a hundred to a thousand, right? Right, and many people come come back to New York with not with much, 
definitely not their bed. Right, and then that way they could either have one that they carry around with them or you can have some there to provide for people. So mm-hmm. I think it's excellent. I'm sure we're going to be hearing for that from that for any any organization, but especially yours because you have the population. So you could have that up there so that I can tell someone, oh, just go to their Facebook page, click on, and that's the part of you can have notes, you can have events, you can have... That's where sometimes it's a little, you know, I'm not quite sure, you know. If I, do you know what I'm saying? It's like yes. what, with the new things, what's the best way to do it? Should I post it as a link? Um, should we have it on the wall and as a link? Um, so, uh, and hey, let me chime in real quick if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, just a, just as, as an example to maybe just uh, hope, hopefully kind of clarify some of this discussion here is, you know, my wife re, uh, a few months ago started a, uh, you know, started basically a, a reunion group for her junior high school. And, um, you know, over the course of the last three months here, you know, this, this group has really been building up steam. Uh, you know, obviously the friends in her Facebook page of, you know, anybody that went to the school uh, join and at this point, she, I think she's got over over a thousand people that are uh, fans of this particular group. So whenever somebody up, uh, makes an update to the uh, to the group page, everybody in that group, a thousand people, receive an instant you know instantaneous communication that says, "Oh, hey, we're going to be doing a, a you know all class reunion in uh, April." Um, <clears throat> so it's instant communication. And I think that, uh, you know, for Nick in particular, boy, boy, you know, there's just millions of race fans out there. And I'm sure, uh, you know, you could probably put together a group in no time, you know, start connecting some of the people in your personal network that that are fans of the raceway. um, So that when you posted something like, you know, we're reaching out for donations, uh, you know, please respond or contact me directly if you have anything to, uh, to provide. Uh, I think that just would be an excellent way for you to communicate real-time to uh, a very focused group of people that would probably want to give back to this, uh, mm-hmm. to something I love so much. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think... Um, a lot uh, simpler than door-to-door. <laughs> a lot simpler. <laughs> or direct. A lot more, I hope a lot more efficient, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I think is so exciting. Now, I know, Jason, you're working on, your team is working on your your um, web page, right? But Correct, as soon yeah, as, that's almost done. Yeah, and so as soon as you get that up, even if you have a Facebook page, just so while I'm in the medium, you know, while, uh, you know, I'm looking at something or I want to say, uh, oh, yeah, you know, here's Jason's information. It can have your web page, but you guys can have your updates to your seminars maybe there or something, you know. Um, uh, I think it all ties along with email marketing, um, but as far as like documents and links, that's to me always one of the most difficult things. Uh, I get um, some marketing uh, e-newsletters that are fabulous. I mean, they have research and um, it's just, you know, they're just really good. And I want to put them, but I don't want to keep sending them to these five people. It takes a lot of time to try and forward some of these and manage them. And I think people, I think what the Facebook does is it takes it so that whatever community, just like Blog Talk Radio, um, whatever community we have, we can put together the information easily without uh, it takes it from a, to the next level paradigm. So mm-hmm. I can just say, oh, you know what? Go to my Facebook page and and here's all my guests on the Blog Talk Radio. Go go to Click It. Here's all the people that you can donate to. Um, and and I just have the link that goes to your stuff so that it starts to pull it all together much easier and maintain and takes it out of the personal, you're at your machine, you're at a PC, even on your phone, email. Do you, do you agree with that, um, Ryan, to a certain extent? Um, <clears throat> yeah, certainly. Uh, you know, it's, I, I, I followed most of that, but uh, 
you know, it's really oh. just about, you know, it's just about communicating, uh, you know, communicating to a wider audience and utilizing, you know, the vehicles that are at our fingertips here, you know, mm-hmm. and everything that we're talking about here <clears throat> is, you know, virtually free of cost, you know. Uh, email, you know, email marketing you had mentioned does have a bit of a cost associated with it, but by far it's got a much greater return on investment than uh, direct mail and some of the other old communication vehicles. Um, <clears throat> and uh, and this is, I guess, what I love so much about uh, some of the social networking sites uh, is the fact that you know really your only investment is your time uh, and your mm-hmm. energy into 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 uh, you know finding a way to communicate with uh, with a targeted group of individuals. Mhm. Um, so, Nick, do you see? Um, do you did anything that we've been talking about has that triggered a thought? With ooh, maybe I could. You know, I, I know the marketing and communication piece, but I, I think also some, in some of the day-to-day operations might be good too. Uh, definitely, definitely. Major, you know my 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 abilities on a computer. <laughs> and I can I can turn it on, so I'm proud of that. I can turn it on as long as I know the computer. I'm okay with that. So it sounds great. What we would have to do as an organization, we need to get me in computer school for starters. Jump back into this conversation in five years from now when I understand it. But in oh, between, no. find somebody to to help us out. Chaplain Umberto yeah. is the person who's been doing everything, but he's kind of inundated and I'm sure it's not it's not as complex and as complicated as it sounds to people who have knowledge of it. Oh yeah, and I tell you Nick, what you need to do is you just need to go out and find yourself uh, you know, a recent college grad or somebody that's looking mm-hmm. for some internship credits and they'll have you up in in a matter and of And I minute. think there's some out there looking. Exactly. I think there might be a few. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um yeah, but I I really think Nick once you get comfortable with this and um, we'll we'll help you um, get going. I think you'll you'll see the instant impact. I think that was great about the racing fans. You go through and look at the racing groups and just say, "Hey, we're here in New York. You join the group." Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you and there's many sites that. and many blogs having to do with racing. So some is out there. It would just be to link up to with those people. Mm-hmm. And, and see, that's it. The blogging, to me, I never could quite get behind it because it's like so labor intensive, you know, for yeah. your for your group that you're gonna who you're gonna hit. This is so much more. Um, you're writing. You're gonna hit so many more people, um, mm-hmm. and you can import your blog. That's the whole thing. Whatever your medium is, you can import it. Um, and um, so. And and check on your phone too to see if you have Twitter. I, I think that mm-hmm. uh, or Facebook. That, that Facebook. might be a what? A Facebook on your phone, right? Yeah. Either way, because yeah, I have Twitter that I can Facebook. I mean, oh, it gets okay. a little kind of circular sometimes. I think that's yeah. the, the whole thing. It's even even as far as hosting events, I'm never quite sure. Um, to be perfectly honest with you, sometimes. I posted several places because I wanted to go one place and I can't quite get it there. There's a few things I can't quite get it to do, um, but that's all right. It'll, you know, we'll figure it out. And if you accidentally send something that you're to, to eight million people—not eight million people, but <laughs> a lot of people—I <laughs> um, also what I try and do is like Oprah just put up her page yesterday. And while she's just starting, she had the actual founder of Facebook on there. And what she, so she's just starting, but she's got a team that's worked with them. So I like to look at their page. Microsoft has a stake in um, in Facebook as well. And so I have, like on my pages, I have the Microsoft Small Business because they do, they have free websites that are actually pretty robust. There's a few things you can't do, but um, that are pretty robust. Um, so uh, I put their page up. I figured, okay, they're supposed to be the subject matter experts on this. Let's see what theirs looked at to get ideas. And that's where, um, again, you can. They have applications you can can use. Um, as far as the pages, one thing is once you get up and running, 
you should start to look at your numbers as far as when you're sending out emails. I mean, this goes along with Nick. I, I don't know. Do you, when you sit down at the beginning of the year, do you put it, a marketing and communications plan together? No, okay. not currently. Yeah, and you know, I actually have a couple of spreadsheets that I found from Constant Contact because that's what I use. I know Jason, you, I mean, um, Ryan, you use, um, which one do you use? That's I use DreamSend. Right. So, so there's different things out there, but I've got a plan where in reality, as you're, it should be part of the planning process, or you're, luckily, when you get it to that point, you know you've reached a certain point. Um, but uh, to, to tie in your emails, and your online media, and, and so you can track the hits to see, oh, I sent mm -hmm. this email out, or I sent this update out. Um, I would also suggest become joining fans of pages, because once you get uh, past a certain level, then you get more information on how viewers are looking at your information. But it's a process. It's just, you know, first you have to get the page up there, then you have to figure out what content, and events. Uh, events are good to start with. Wouldn't you suggest, Ryan, too, um, events? <clears throat> and well, absolutely. A absolutely. I mean, because that's, that's very real time. People are uh, uh, going to either respond if they're available or, <laughs> or not if they're not. And, and it lets people know what are, what's happening. Because you know what? Your air mattresses are light enough, Nick. You could let a lot of people know about that. And they're easy. They, don't, they don't weigh a whole lot, do they? No. Your messages? Yeah. So you might even get people that would send them to you, um, uh, you know, some kind of cheap rate or something that it might – you just don't know. I mean, that's it. You just don't know. But if you have those events up there to start with, then you get used to writing online, too. I think that's another – another thing where you have to develop certain levels of expertise. Um, Jason, uh, I can see for you, you have those great seminars for um, uh, the gentleman, I can't ever remember his name. Steve Arney. Yes, right. Those would be great to post on there, even under your profile, post on there to your real estate, you know, in your emails and your friends list, you can create groups. So you could have that to not only your Keller Williams, but any other, you know, agents that you might know that you might want to come. Um, uh, those would be great reminders, and then I could just go to your page and check, you know, when is it. So it's a way that you're going to get people looking at your information where you're never even going to know it um, because they've just gone and done it. And that's the framework that I think Facebook is giving us at this point. It's a business portal for us all, um, and, and uh, you know, takes it right out of the email arena. It's like moving it up one level, mm -hmm. I think. Um, uh, another thing that's on there that I don't use too much, but it has a chat session so you can see who's online. Again, um, it's that kind of thing. If you, Nick, if you were at your desk this morning, and Jason and I, we've used this, um, are you in the office, you know, oh, I'll be back such and such a time. It's that instant communication where I don't have to know, is he on Yahoo, is he on Gmail, you know? It just, mm -hmm. it's like, it makes it transparent. It doesn't matter. I don't need to, to know what device you're on, you know? Are you on your phone? I don't think you can do chat from your phone, but... Um, so, um, do you have any questions, anybody, for each other? Or, um, you know, I think uh, Jason, you had mentioned last week you guys are in the process of redeveloping your website, right? So, is uh, Jason still with us? Oh, we might have lost him. Oh, let me He's see. gone. All right. Well, I think that uh, maybe yeah. we could continue the conversation if he's not here. Yeah. Um, you know, I think he had mentioned uh, they're, they're really just focusing their efforts on building out the website right now, and that's the, and that's where, as far as their technology 
uh, you know, focus is it's, it's on it's on just the development of the website. But uh, I was going to just mention that um, you know, really do encourage him to think about how that ties in, how that website ties into a social networking strategy. Where if they do decide to do something like implement the blog, uh, understand the fact that you can actually syndicate any blog post that you put up there uh, over into your Twitter accounts, up onto your Facebook page. And uh, it's just a really great uh, way to uh, bridge that gap between, you know, what can often be kind of a, you know, very uh, professional and prim and proper website, and bring that over into a little bit more of a personal realm and have a little bit more of a, a uh, you know, personal contact with his audience. So, uh, to me, that's just as equally important, uh, you know, as to your website strategy as you know, actually building the website itself. Uh, Jason, we lost you, but you're back. And, I am back, uh, yes. And Ryan, Ryan, just kind of repeat that quickly, um, uh, your thoughts. Sure. Sure. You know, Jason, I don't, without knowing a whole lot about your web development project, because uh, you had mentioned this last week and I wanted to uh, say this, uh, is, you know, keep in mind the fact that as you're building the website, you do need a way to bridge the gap between the very professional and you know white collar look of that website over into the personal realm, which is social networking. Uh, and there is technology that you can put in place on your website. You know, if it's a, a blog in particular, know that when you post a blog, we can set it up so that uh, that it in instantly updates your Facebook page or it instantly updates your uh, Twitter account. Uh, so that uh, you know, once people receive that, they get a little link and click right back over to your website. And it's just a really great way to bridge that gap between you know the very formal website and the very personal nature of business. Yeah, I'm in a situation where uh, I'm having a tough time with that whole scenario, just because I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, uh, yeah. I'm on LinkedIn, and it's like, all right, where does the line between my business world end and my personal life begin? And it's right. Right. It's really, it's that's probably my biggest challenge right now because sure. I'm a comedian at heart. So it's like I like to play when it comes down a little bit with Facebook, and now huh. I'm starting to get so many more. I, I have such a like I'm up to like over 300 people on Facebook, and it's like huh. now I'm getting to the point where I got like you know 200 friends and 100 colleagues. So that's been a little bit more difficult. <laughs> exactly. Right, and I and I think that's you know that is an issue. That is an issue. How do we? Uh, luckily, Facebook and Twitter, they've got the technology tied together, um, so that you can do two things with just uh, one method. You know, one input. Um, uh, LinkedIn, not so much. That's I don't see the integration with that right now, but. Um, uh, I think you have a, you know, some people have that, but if we started, um, you know, the personal, the, the private, the public, that's why the pages make the difference in the group, and you can segment out who sees your stuff. You can put your friends in one uh, friend group and then have your colleagues. I have like a Keller Williams. I have real estate. I have Click It. I have... Um, uh, friends, so I have mine sort of segmented out, so I'm not so, but it's not perfect. I don't have a perfect solution yet. In fact, there's a picture up there that I don't want up there, but I can't figure out how to get it off of there. And uh, it's nothing. It's just I, I don't want that picture up there. So I and I'm not quite sure who to ask for help. You know, uh, and that's that's the really interesting thing about this. But um, uh, so I think Nick will will help you get your login set up and get you so you can go to your Facebook page, and um, then we can uh, you know get you once you once it's a, it's a page, it's a web page, and you know how to get through a web page. So. Um, I don't think it needs five years of training. Right. Uh, I think. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so we have 90 seconds. If uh, Jason, you want to, everybody gets like you know 20 seconds sign off here. Oops. Uh, you Jason, you want to start? 
Yeah, hi. Uh, uh, obviously, Jay Marcus, Continental Home Loans. Anybody looking to do any sort of purchase, refinance, like do a little bit of a uh, breakdown on budget, never a bad idea, even if you're not planning on looking today um, in the future doing any sort of investment um, strategies. Never a bad idea to sit down and have a conversation with me about um, long and especially long-term planning when it comes to uh, the housing market. So by all means, uh, go online and uh, check out my information on uh, this site. Okay, Nick. Okay, Quick. anyone out there, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, if you're involved in any kind of those groups, we have awesome service projects available. We can tell and make it to your organization because we need from A to Z, and you can contact us at rtcany at aol.com. Uh, okay. Um, and we'll have the link to their Facebook page. And uh, Ryan, you want to? Sure. Sure. Real quick, Diligent Brands out of Chicago. Get in touch if you want to talk a little about your uh, your marketing strategy, communicating with a wider audience, and uh, connecting that uh, that business uh, you know yep. web page with your personal life. Okay, we're off the air. So right. thank you very much. I appreciate sure. it. Yeah, thank okay. you. Okay, uh, talk to you later. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.